I think every American loves the Olympics. They're a cynic. It's just the American thing to do. Yeehaw. Okay. Yes, sir. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. No stone unturned. Your favorite two brothers on the ones and twos. What's up, Cynic? What's up, man? This is uh, this is episode nine. I just realized uh, short before we got on the air. Already episode nine. I mean, I was like, what the hell? Where where are, where do the all the other episodes go? I got a confession to make to the listeners. Expect the podcast to be released anywhere between Friday and Monday. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, it's just a lot, man. I you know what made me understand the undertaking that we had you and i by recent releasing a weekly podcast when we talked to your friend send and she asked you know like oh how do you guys release and we we're like oh yeah we release one every one every week she was like what <laughs> that's a lot of work yeah. and she's right it is yeah, a lot of work yeah. but i don't want you guys to think that uh <laughs> that we don't care about you uh, so just want to give you guys a heads up expect that anytime between friday and monday but it will be there and we will be here for you so if we're part of your routine we hope you stay part of it you know, I was thinking before we got on, if we want to revisit the releasing uh, every, I don't know, two weeks or every once a month. Yeah, we talked about it early on and early on we were like, definitely not. But, you know, we've yeah, been at it for just, a while it's now. It's totally different so. now. It's totally different, bro. Yeah, I know what you mean, uh, which is why maybe we can find a good, a good compromise. You know, maybe we can do... We're not gonna decide right Maybe now. Do like do a what? Do a two-hour show every? <laughs> yeah, we'll do five hours, once a month. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be the same exact thing. There are things we can do, so we should think about it and and see what makes the Let's most sense it. for both of us. Well, Cynic, we're back. Episode nine, you said. Episode nine already. Episode nine. Let me think of who's nine. Oh, that was Dwayne Wade's number in the USA basketball team. Are you making that up? I should just... I'm going to fact check that right now because I'm... Go ahead. Check I don't know it. what's going on here. Check it. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell this guy's name, but it's fine. Just put D-Wade Olympic number. How's that feel, Cynic? 
It, it didn't come up yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking like Tony Stark over there, bro. Yeah, man, you know. I'm a gr- I like it, though. I like it. It's dope. Stop, stop. Don't even say it. I already know what you're going to say. Don't what say it. What was I going to say? I'm grown, man. I'm getting old, bro. <laughs> bro, do you need me to find it for no, you? No, it's Hold fine. On, it's bro. fine. It's fine. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, it was nine. I found it. Well, there you go. You know what I'm going to say? D-Wade, Olympic number nine, baby. I have somebody from 10. Messi. Messi wears 10. Ah, you know, that's a soccer one. Come on, a football. I don't understand why you know this. I mean, don't you think you can fill your head with other more important things? Oh, no, no. Here's the thing. This is what you got to understand. These are things that I learned when I was a sports nut. And you never forgot them. Well, I mean, it's not hard to remember numbers. It's good, man. I got enough rhyme there. But I will forget your name if I meet you at a bar. <laughs> because you're just not that important. So when you introduce yourself, make sure to drop a number at the end of your name. <laughs> so Frank will remember you. Yeah, at the end of yeah, their yeah. name. For you, whoever's listening, if you happen to meet Frank. <laughs> I'll remember the number before the name. You know why that happens, though, right? It's because for, for certain people that that are smarter than the average bear, they understand that there is only a certain amount of RAM that you have. And the filling your head with useless information is useless. So, hence, your name is useless to me. <laughs> Here's the thing. When we meet in passing, we're going to do this. Oh, call me, bro. You're so cool. Yo, why haven't we chilled before? We got to chill next weekend. Let's exchange numbers. Fast forward to next week and nobody's picking up the phone. <laughs> so I'm just skipping this whole song and dance of pretend. I've played it too many times. I'm glad to hear it. You know? I'm glad to hear it. Nice to meet you tonight. Au revoir. Good luck to you. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, man. Keep it real. All right, baby. Let's go. You got a little fun fact for us, don't you there, cynic? I do. Very traditional fun fact. It's not tied to today's episode, but I think... I think we need to bring a Dirtbag Jones. That's a good idea. So here we go. The Russians arrived 12 days late to the 1908 Olympics because they were using the wrong calendar. So here comes the explanation. So over 2,000 years ago, Julius Caesar promoted the use of the Julian calendar, a 365-day calendar that didn't account for leap years. Eventually... Why are you saying calendar like that? Sorry. <laughs> Because I'm a radio personality. <laughs> calendar. <laughs> go ahead. Go Eventually, on. the calendar fell out of sync with the seasonal equinoxes and holidays like Easter. We talked about this once, about the whole calendar thing. That's how many shows uh-huh. we've done. I think it's like we've covered everything at this point. <laughs> anyway. We're veterans. We're veterans. Let me game. fast forward. So the, the calendar we use today was brought into uh, into. A f- whatever effect by the by pope gregory the 13th um which it takes into account the leap year fine doesn't matter the point is that when this gregorian calendar took effect there were a handful of countries that never made the switch because they were not catholic i assume russia was one of those countries so as a result in 1908 they missed the first 12 days of the olympics because they were using uh, their own calendar which was apparently 12 days behind <laughs> and that's your fun fact for episode nine you said it was the russians the russians they changed their calendar uh, um, in 1918 so they're with the program now but before that they actually were two 12 days late to to the olympics 
I don't understand how that even happens. I guess they didn't have the internet, so that's why they didn't know the Olympics already started. So what happens? Do they get disqualified or DQ'd? I have no idea what happened to them. This was in 1908. Speaking of this Olympics, isn't it a mindfuck? I don't know if you watched any of it. No. But isn't it a mindfuck to watch Tokyo 2020 when you watch the Olympics, which is what happens now because they didn't change any of the original banners? And I'm guessing because they want to stay on track with it every four years, they already have it set for 2024. I mean, I still think you could put 2021 and we understand that the next one's going to be in 2024. But all the banners, every all the posters on the backdrop say Tokyo 2020. I had to legit look at my phone. I thought it was in a, in a freaking episode of The Twilight Zone. I'm like, this is it. This is where it happens. The mental break. Wow. What do you mean 2020? Wow. And then my phone said 2021. And I was like, okay, now I get it. You know, I, I've not seen that because I haven't watched any of the Olympics anything nothing regarding the olympics you know this is the thing though right you know who's watching the olympics this guy why because i'm rooting for my fucking country bro that's why where are you at man you're watching the olympics you rooting for germany yeah i love the fucking olympics i love the olympics bro i love it <laughs> i always watch the olympics well, i guess when michael phelps went on his crazy run i was watching it live i didn't hear about it on twitter or something like that i was seeing it i love it man well i guess we can use that as today's fun fact what, that I love the Olympics? <laughs> Fun fact, Frank loves the Olympics. I think every American loves the Olympics. They're a Senate. It's just the American thing to do. Yeehaw. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> moving right along. I got a Dirtbag Jones story. Oh, hit it. I come off the hip, Senate. I'm on the fly. When you, when you produce a show like this, it's a fluid situation, man, but we just keep it fucking going. All right? He's a Dirtbag. They call him Dirtbag Jones. Yeah, yeah. He's a dirt, dirt, dirt bag. They call him Dirt Bag Joe. Say it again now. Would you say it again now? He's a dirt bag. He go last, though. No chance, no kisses. Now, this one is a little somber. I want to start with the disclaimer. Yeah. Usually, we've had Dirt Bag Jones stories that are. Quite funny somehow, even though the guy's a dirtbag. But I think it's a good teaching moment. So, here we go. I'm sitting on the couch. Got out of school early. My husband, at the time, comes stumbling in drunk. Surprised I was home, he sneaks off to the bedroom. I walked in a bit later and he was passed out. That's when I find his phone on the floor. I had suspected he was cheating for quite a while. In his text messages was a discussion from the other woman saying, I love you, but what are we going to do about her? His reply is, don't worry, I'll take care of that. The next day I confront him about the message. He puts me in a chokehold and says if I calm down, he won't let me pass out. I knew then he was trying to kill me. I kicked him in the balls and got the heck out of Dodge. Afterwards, I found out he killed our pets. It's a heck of a lot to deal with. I can't help it, man. No, I can't help it. No, I'm not laughing because of the story. Because that's, that's, I told you it was somber. You know, but this is a teaching tool, man, that you think you know somebody. You think you know somebody. This is somebody who she said I do to and was low-key plotting to kill her. The reason I laugh after it is because I look at your face and it's just. <laughs> <laughs> so that's today's dirt. That guy is a dirt bag. Look, whether you have kids or not, I know sometimes that complicates things. Just leave her, dude. Yeah. And same goes for the women because there's situations where women are plotting on men. But whatever side of, of that fence you find yourself on where your eyes have gone elsewhere and you're thinking about maybe life in a different path, just leave the person. Like, what are you doing? 
You're going to have to live with you having somebody's murder on your conscience for the rest of your life. Not only that, but then the person that potentially was the mother of your kids or just somebody that you loved at some point. Don't do that to yourself. I know that might think like a good idea now because you want to be with that other person, but you can be with that other person without ending somebody's life. What do you think drives someone to, to go to that extreme? I have a theory. What do you think drives someone to go to that extreme? Because you, you're right. Just leaving them is, is, is always an option. It's the most easy no, 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 no. It's not. It's the option. Yeah, uh, it's sorry. It's the yes. only <laughs> rational, sane thing to do. It's a good plan A. You know what I mean, man. I get you. I get you. I just, <laughs> I don't want people to think that, you know, you got a little pit in the backyard that you don't tell anybody about. I think it could be several things. I think it can be resentment towards that person. Yeah. They say you can't hate something until you've really loved it, right? You can't really truly hate something unless you've loved it at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you've married this person at one point in time, Let's hope that you were in love with them. But people change. People maybe were showing you a, a facade, una, otra cara, you know, just to to get that person in their life. They're cool. They're easy. And all of a sudden, once you get married, that person completely changes because they feel like they got you. And now you feel trapped. There could be a lot of things that lead you to that. Resentment, anger. Maybe you're just a fucking dickhead. Maybe that person is doing everything they can to make that marriage work. But you're just checked out. Could be a lot of things. My solution, though. It's just walk away. But I mean, we, we all have people, we've all encountered people in our lives that we, yeah, can probably classify as someone we hate. Yeah, not necessarily someone we're in a relationship with. We're talking about just as you go through life, you know, you come across people. No, nah, I don't hate anybody, man. I love everybody. Maybe someone you worked with or you were in school with or whatever. Um, maybe it doesn't yeah. happen anymore, but I think everyone has an example. For sure. And you wouldn't necessarily think about killing that person because you hate <laughs> you hate them, right? I mean, you wouldn't think about killing that person because you hate them. But here's the thing. Any sane person wouldn't. But obviously, there's people that really do think that shit because it happens. Yeah, those people... People that kill bosses and co-workers and... Those people, I think it's, it's, it's clear, you know, why... How they end up making those decisions because they're psychotic, right? I've never... Dog, and I've been mad, bro. I've been really pissed, and I've never at one point in time thought, I'm going to kill this individual. Not once. The only way that I would really, that would come to mind is if you threaten me directly, if you threaten my family, my you know what I mean? Like, that's the only time where that thought process is even an mm-hmm. option. Mm-hmm. If it's not that, Papito, kick rocks. You, you are not worth it. You're not worth it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> no, I haven't. Bro, I love ID. You guys have ID over there? No, we don't. Investigation Discovery. And it's this channel about a vengeful ex-wife, the killer next door, the monster my husband was, the monster my wife was. I freaking love those shows. I eat it up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All those murder mysteries. Listen to me. I, would, I need to learn, Cynic. What if I'm in a situation one day when I'm married and my soup smells like pine saw? I'm going to know what that smells <laughs> like. My wife ain't killing me, Cynic. Yeah. I. You know, you should send me some shows that you watch from there because I, I, I don't. we don't have the channel, but we can find the shows. It's fascinating, man. Yeah, I know, for sure. I can definitely do that. Um, anyway, just to, to tie it off, I, I think that a lot of those cases are people are pushed into some sort of desperation. This is, by the way, not an excuse. Yeah? I'm just, just me trying to understand <laughs> what the hell could be going in your mind, excluding the possibility that you're psychotic. I mean, if you're if those people, there's no excuse that that's a mental thing going on there. Right. And they're just. They're lost cause. But I think people who who go to those extremes are probably scared of the 
of the result of leaving that person, right? Like it would mean for a lot of them, it could mean financial ruin. It could mean, um, you know, they don't want to go to the divorce lawyer, the house. You know, the stereotypical situation mm-hmm. is that you know when you get divorced as a man, the woman takes you to court. She takes you know half if you're lucky, if not everything. That's why you got to sign that prenup. I babe. think that so just weird. the idea of that probably drives a lot of them to go a little bit temporarily insane and do something stupid that they think they can get away with. Even though time and time again, everyone knows the first person they look at is the husband. <laughs> so it makes no <laughs> sense. But yeah, anyway. There's this video clip that I heard, I think, or I caught on Instagram, where it's this guy calling in his wife being shot. And he's like, yeah, my wife is shot. Uh, I think you guys should somebody send somebody out here. But I've checked the house. I mean, there's nobody in here, so there's no reason for you guys to come in here. Uh, she's right there on the porch. I put her outside for you. No but way. Yeah, man. I swear. I hope I can find it. He's like, uh, there's no reason for you guys to come inside the house. She's out on the front porch. But yeah, man, she's in bad shape. Oh, my god. I don't know who did it. Oh, buddy. You wonder what these people have in their head, man. This goes back to why it's important for us to make sure that the right people are procreating because <laughs> these are exact results yeah. of the wrong two people coming together, not giving the love and attention to that child, maybe putting them in God knows what type of shit show or, or shit storm that they had when they were raising that child. That all, all that shit is fucking programming, man. Mm. Got to weed them out early though. Otherwise by the time they get caught doing their, their, their crazy shit, they've already had two, three kids. <laughs> Got to weed them out early. Yeah, man. Scary stuff, man. Scary stuff. So that was uh, today's Dirtbag Jones. He's a dirtbag. Yeah. They call him Dirtbag Jones. He is indeed. Yo, I want to talk about this red tide. Have you caught wind of that over there? I think I sent you some stuff. I've Yeah, you did. I've heard about the red tide, but I've never seen it or experienced it. You know South Florida has some of the best fish in the world. When it comes to fishing and seafood and the freshness of fish, and I've noticed that in my travels when I've ordered, you know, a ceviche or, or whatever, I've noticed that it's always good, but we have, we're, we're the gold mine. It's mm-hmm. crazy. But down here, it's all that we're, we're talking about right now between that and Cuba, which we'll get into a little bit after this. And it's so crazy to me that it really hasn't caught wind over there. I know it's maybe like a, a small issue in the grand scheme of things because it's only affecting the people that live in the area. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's more what it's doing to the ecosystem more than anything else. It's not necessarily because it's in my backyard. It's because I care about our oceans. I mean, to be fair, uh, it's totally possible that it got reported somewhere. What what I what I could what I can say for sure is that it's not being reported like it's being reported over there. Yeah, but that's the thing though. Like you know, we're at the mercy of what they choose to run. If they don't choose to pick up a story and give it steam, it's not your fault that you Mm -hmm. don't know about it. It's not because of lack of information or because you're not searching for it. It's because the media, the powers that be, they're not pushing it like that. So it doesn't get to you. Because when somebody gets shot in the street by the name of George Floyd and there's a mass uprising about it, the whole world knows about that. Yeah. But this red tide thing, correct me if I'm wrong, this red tide thing is not like a new thing, right? It happens every so often. It happens every so often. The last time it happened, it was actually down here in Miami. This time, it's happening in Tampa in the St. Petersburg mm-hmm. area, St. Mm-hmm. Pete. But it happened down here in Miami. Biscayne Bay was, was affected by it. And I think that was in 2018, if I'm not mistaken. So for anyone who doesn't know what this red tide thing is about, do you want to tell them? Yeah, so red tide is something that happens when a certain algae blossoms and blooms, and it ends up being toxic to 
all of the the marine life that's in the water when it's at a high volume. People are saying though that the the reason that that's happening, the reason that the algae is blooming and multiplying at such a high rate is because of the runoff, the runoff of chemicals from our crops, the fertilizers that we're spraying on the crops so they can grow faster so we can make more money. That runoff runs it runs off into the streams, eventually it gets in our waterways, and it also is because of us just pumping raw sewage and dumping it into the oceans, which if you don't know, does happen in certain areas. People are saying, yeah, it's a natural thing for sometimes there, there to be higher spikes of that algae, but the scale on which it's happening on is being quadrupled because we're not helping it as human beings. Because some people are like, oh no, it's just nature. And they're like, yeah, that, that is a natural thing, but it shouldn't be happening. Like, it's so bad, the people that are recording it, they have masks on. Good thing that we just went through COVID, right? Because everybody's strapped. And they're like, yo, the, the smell is unbearable. Like, you guys cannot believe. I have, did I, I send you a video, didn't I? Where, where you see all the fish on the top of the water and it almost looks fake. Did you ever see that? I don't that? think you did. Hold on, brother. I'm going to send you that right now because it's, it's to really understand the severity of it. But you said something it. that I want to double check. So you're saying that they're dumping raw sewage into the ocean in South Florida? Because I find that hard to believe. Well, they say it's treated. But yeah, you can check that. They say it's treated, so it's not like coming from your toilet to the to the ocean. But they do dump sewage <laughs> from the, the toilet ocean. to the ocean. I can read the, the the summary, and the summary of the article does say: nearly a decade after state lawmakers laid plans to close South Florida sewage pipes that discharge into the ocean, two counties are still dumping millions of gallons of treated sewage every day. I'll be here all week, Siddiq. You could you could check me all you want. I want to make sure that the people don't. It's good to check on. it, man, because that's that's not something you would you would expect from South Florida, from anywhere in the states. Yo, you could talk about all you want, babe. If I bring it to the mic, it's credible. It's credible. Yeah, I know, I know, but you know, you're on Facebook, so I got to make sure keep you on straight. Hey, hold on, I don't get my news from Facebook. All right, on the straight and narrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, that shit, that's fucked up, bro. It's fucked up that they do that. Yeah, that's. Honestly, that's, cool. that's pretty fucking shocking. Who is this dude? Why? What do you? Guy? What do you mean? This is just a. This is. I one know. I know because he's talking about. This is the shit. He's. <laughs> what? The fucking fish are dead in front of you. What don't you? What don't you trust? I think those are all props. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm oh kidding. I'm kidding. No, I don't tr- uh, because he's, he's he's showing the the beach. That's I get it. That's totally legit. But then he gets into his fucking theory about what's causing the red tide, or the runoff, and all this shit. No, no, no. But I don't, I don't get that from him. I'm just showing you that. Yeah, yeah. So he, because he's documenting it. I'm not getting my. I've known that because of I live in the area and I've I've done my research. That's how I know that. Not because he's telling me about the runoff, and it's known that that is not helping the situation. Mm-hmm. You can imagine the smell. <laughs> yeah, apparently the algae, re- the algae themselves, when they release this toxin, um, if it, I guess if it's in high enough amounts, it will release into the air, making it actually not just, not, it's not like it's just hard to breathe. It's actually can like make people ill, the, the, the smell. Combine that with the smell of the dead fish. I can't imagine what it must be like on those shores right now. Ugh, that's terrible. That's why you shouldn't hit it raw, dog. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine the smell of that. So for me, it, it's more than just it happening in my backyard. It's more 
let's do a better job of taking taking care of this planet. Well, I think it's a bit late for that, isn't it? I mean, here, come look, on, come on. L- listen. Now, now we're gonna get into the rest of the fucking show, okay? No, don't, don't come now with your freaking we're Pollyanna. We're all gonna Everything's die. gonna be great. Ah. Everything is not gonna be great, okay? <laughs> and you should know already by now, because what we also wanted to talk about in this show was what the hell has been going on. What well, started with floods here in Germany, yeah, evolved into or continued into floods in China and then floods in India. And I found out today that even New York had recent flooding in their subways and, and whatever as a direct result of Elsa, whom I'm familiar with because she came through when I was visiting. <laughs> so I don't know what you want me to say, man. <laughs> I think the evidence is clear. <laughs> We're in it. Do you think that them them being able to manipulate the weather has anything to do with that? Oh, see. Oh, see. No. Listen. I'm going to find it, bro. Where they were going through a drought and they released drones out into the air that let out electricity. And what it did is it made larger clouds, the reaction. And it actually created rain for the people. Never heard of it. Come on, bro. I'm going to keep my skeptic hat on for this one as well you keep that on what i will tell you is um so apparently in the, the the higher temperatures are at least part of the reason for for all this except excess rain right because we know mm-hmm. it's rainy season in 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 a lot of these places like like for you guys it's rainy season in india it's monsoon season um what happened in germany was probably a little bit different but the point is that that's due to the, to the weather manipulation yeah, yeah, dr- drones, <laughs> drones electrifying this guy. I'm happy you said that because as you're saying your point, I just forwarded the article to you. But I want you to finish your statement and then we'll move on to that. That's going to be fun. All right, so I want to check out your article. So I'll just say that what I read is that the, the warmer air traps more moisture, okay? For sure. And that increase in, 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 in temperature that, that we've been experiencing already for years is at least, con- at least, at least contributing to not just more rain but longer periods of rain fall but global warming isn't real isn't it it's a shame uh i don't know why you're saying it like that i never denied global <laughs> climate change i'm not saying because of you that's not oh. a response to you i'm just saying that's what people say that's what the quote-unquote right says a lot if you remember oh trumpy trump take a shot china china global warming is not real should we even like i wonder if if those people should even be acknowledged anymore like at some point Everyone else should just be like, whatever, and just take care of it. Just deal with the situation. <laughs> because at what, how much do, should, how much time should you spend addressing an idiot? <laughs> you know, it's a waste of time. You're wasting time. You're wasting energy. Let's just get on with it. Yeah, it's like that saying that that goes: if you argue with an idiot, you become an idiot. So you have to like choose your battles, and yeah, you can't respond to everything. Right? It's kind of not calling those people idiots. Yeah, they're idiots. <laughs> But you know, I get what you're saying. You know what 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 England used to do with their prisoners back in the day? What was that? They would send them to a to basically a penal colony, which <laughs> not a penis colony, a penal colony. He said penal. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, which was the island of Australia. Yeah, that's how Australia got started. So why don't we just find an an island and send all these people, these climate deniers, over there? And then they can live happily ever after. And we can handle business. That means Australia. So the people that 
were for some reason or another in car you know meant to be incarcerated at the hands of the government were sent to Australia. Yeah. And that's what actually created the population in I Australia. I mean, so Australia had its own indigenous population, right? But yeah, the white men arrived as prisoners from the UK, from 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 England, sorry, from England. What was the original race that was there? The Aborigines. And those Indians? Um I'm I mean, I guess you could I don't know what you mean by Indians, but, you know. Like, what was their skin complexion, bro? Dark. Oh, damn. Were they black player? <laughs> uh, what was the uh, pigmentation? <laughs> Man, were they black fool or what, dog? <laughs> loco. Son negro que loco. Let's get to it, bro. Let me send you a, a, <laughs> an image and then you can see. But, yeah, well, they, were black, they were black. So, wouldn't that mean that there would be a lot of crime happening in, happening in Australia if if like Castro, if said, um, no, Scarface said, Castro flushed the toilets on the United States, man. And they sent all the, and, and Mariel, that's what he did. He basically sent all the rapists and thugs and yeah, people that yeah, were arrested yeah. for this and that. And he dumped them on the U.S. Right. And what, what was your question? <laughs> Wouldn't Australia be overrun with crime and like be just a horrible place to live? No, I mean, that was a, like, I'm talking about like a long time ago. I mean. Things obviously well, changed they, and they, and they, they evolved into a different situation, but I'm saying that that was the that was the origins of it. That's a little nugget right there. That's a little a fun, fun fact, fact coming up the Wahoo. Thought everybody knew that. Oh, sorry there, <laughs> Professor Cynic. <laughs> no, that's really cool. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, we could we could do something like that. No. Yeah. Just send all these climate deniers to some faraway island. No. Okay. Bad yeah, idea, maybe. Madagascar, maybe. Yeah, I just want to clarify that it's in Dubai. Did you see that article, though? I just opened it. And I also sent you an image of an aborigine. Let me see. I saw song India. Oh, Lord. Oh, <laughs> damn, no, they black. <laughs> they black. <laughs> Diablo. <laughs> Those were the original Australians? Yeah. Whoa. The white man's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get to that article, Cynic. What you what you see there, bro? But ooh, drones and they're not creating, they're not controlling weather. Calling me OC. What do you see there, cynic? It says that the 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 government of Dubai is paying scientists to make it rain. How are they doing that? Because it's so hot in Dubai. I mean, is that news? Everyone knows. But it's how hot in Dubai. how they're doing it? Yeah, it's hot as fuck. It's the desert. But how are they doing it with freaking drones, bro? They're creating rain. What? You're not gonna tell me that us. Fucking with Mother Nature, there's not going to be an adverse effect. Listen, I'm just here to bring the facts to the people. That's all I'm here to do, man. I'm just a vessel. <sighs> this is no, this is no longer speculation or crazy talk. People are doing it. The technology is there, and for us to think that there's every action has a reaction, right? There's a ripple effect. Now, all right, let's be, let's be, let's not be too crazy here, though, right? To say that that one thing that's happening there is the cause for the floodings or even the forest fires that are happening on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I think it's you who told me that the smoke from California made it to New York. Yeah, that's right. Not? Yeah, across the entire country. And uh, one day the New Yorkers woke up and their their sky was, was uh, hazy. Guys, think that's that's crazy. Cross country. It's like in, in 2020 when we got Sahara s- uh, swirls. And I don't know if you heard about that, that this bu- big dust cloud from the Sahara. Yes, from the Sahara, yes. made it to the States. I did hear about that. And I think it was twice now, because like, this year it happened, and last year I think it happened too. Yeah, it was really bad last year. That's when I that's when I was really kind of a little concerned. But I'm not going to say that that one thing is causing these things to happen. I think that, to be honest with you, global warming is the cause of these things. 
in my opinion. But we don't know how long that technology that they're using in Dubai has been around. What if that's been around and they've been doing that? And now we're just catching wind of it as a public. What if it does have more of a hand to play in what's going on? We don't know. But the the question of can they manipulate weather? Are they manipulating weather? Is it a thing? Is it a is it a freaking a conspiracy theory? That's put to bed. This is proof that that's already there. Mm. Crazy. Fucking crazy. And it's so weird because it's two different extremes. It's massive amount of water in some places. It's bone dry in other places. I feel like the apocalypse is coming. I read this in a book once. Yeah. If we start hearing trumpets from the heavens, we're fucked. Make your peace. <laughs> yeah, there's a conspiracy theory about that, too. Make your peace, papa. Well, that's a, there's a huge conspiracy theory about that. About people who say they hear them. The trumpets? Yeah. Or something that sounds like trumpets. Nah, that's Contra just playing in the background, baby. <laughs> Yeehaw! Go get them. <laughs> Go get him. Oh, man. Yeah, so, look, I don't, I don't know what to say, man. This drone thing seems legit. I find <laughs> Washington it hard. Post. I, I'm curious. Washington Post. I'm curious. Yeah, yeah, it's from Washington Post. I want to I wanna dig into that a little bit more. I would be interested to know how much rain fell from this. No, it's experiment. coming down, bro. There's a video. You can... I see the video, but is that video supposed to be from, from that experiment? Uh, I'm assuming so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming so because that's why they put it, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, yeah I get you. But okay. So you're saying that this could be a potential reason why India's underwater? Remember, the heat The heat has everything to do with it. That's the common denominator, right? Either yeah. the heat is mixing with the moisture and is making a lot of rain, or the heat is just bearing down on you and not giving you any rain and not mixing with any moisture. Heat is the thing that's in both of those components. Mm. And when ice caps are melting and sea levels are rising... And the science is there. The proof is there. So not, let's not even call it science because we know it makes some people weird. The proof is there. The analytics, the statistics are there to prove that, which makes it now factual, not an opinion of me or you. This is what's actually happening. This is reality. When the data is there, I like data versus data. Oh. And all these things are happening. I mean. I like data. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I would have to say that uh, I would attribute it to having a major hand in what's going on. But either way, right? Let's and people are dying, man. That sucks. Let's like whether whether it's climate change, drones, or according to whoever, n- <laughs> I don't know how you could even argue that nothing is happening. Actually, let's leave them out. <laughs> Something is happening. Well, we what what isn't yet clear is what is what's causing it. Yeah, what's causing it, and what to what to what extent. But they're still talking about the need to y- take these things that have happened. And use them as a sign that we need to do something. But isn't it? Aren't we already there? What are we going to do at this point? Aren't we already here? More people need to get on board. It's not enough because the change isn't happening at a at a fast enough pace. No, no. What I mean is the things that they've been warning about. No, oh, it's going to get a lot worse. Yeah, but I mean, what, do we pretend that we're going to be able to to to, to slow to it down? Stop it. Maybe even well, COVID, COVID showed that we could. Remember, there was an ozone that closed when the world stopped for a couple months. You're right about that, yeah. And I want to say something. Right, this brings me to my next point. I said something not too long ago about Florida having it figured out because our numbers are going down. And at that time, they were. But things have changed. And Florida is now <laughs> the highest. <laughs> There's a new Delta strain out there. I think there were 67,000 new COVID cases in one week alone. Go DeSantis. All right. So just to keep it current, Florida has has not become the example anymore. 
But with that being said, I don't think that there's ever going to be another situation for a very long time where we let anything shut everything down again. See what I mean? I think you're right. So even though we may need to or we should, I mean, think about it. Look, there's a spike. We should be shutting things down again. They hosted a Rolling Loud concert where the Dolphins play. Yeah. And it was packed like a in that mother. I'm talking about that? sold out. It's a con- it's a hip hop concert. Okay. A little young whippersnappers. But you should have seen it, bro. And there are people out there. They had a pop up vaccine thing, and but there's no way. I, I bring that up because there's just no way that it's going back. Even though maybe we should, especially with this new Delta strain. Yeah. It can be reversed. It's just that we're just it's not too going selfish. to be. You that. have people out there <laughs> saying, "Fuck COVID. We're out here to rage." Yeah. Like an exact quote from somebody that was out there. So we're fucked. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see it. Like, COVID is something that directly, like, would can. I, it sounds weird because weather obviously impacts everyone, but it's it's so much more personal mm-hmm. than you know climate changing, right? You uh, like so many people know other people who got it, got really sick, maybe uh, know people who even died from it. Mm-hmm. And unless you're someone who thinks that everything that's been reported is a sham. The evidence is there in front of your face, right? Not a sham, but they have numbers have been tweaked and inflated. I will say that, but it doesn't matter. But people have died, and a lot of them have. Yes, right? yes. Okay, so. But was it because e- of COVID? No, I'm playing. I'm sorry. No, it was little drones. Was it a heart failure, and we put COVID on the death certificate? No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so we had a, a dramatic increase in heart failures, <laughs> which was caused by drones who shot <laughs> shot darts at people's necks. Okay, no. My point is, like you said, when COVID initially hit and everything seemed to shut down and stop and they started to briefly report like, oh, how the ozone, <laughs> these o- this ozone hole closed or the, the air cleared up so much in China or whatever. There, there were reports about that, right? Because so much of life stopped that you could see. You could see the impact, right? Mm-hmm. But there's only so much of that that any country is going to take. Yeah. Right. And you could see already in the last, let's say, six months or so, these countries trying to straddle the line between we need to start opening up. Okay, we need to close. We need to start. And some of them just straight up went Florida direction and said, we're just going to open up because they can't. I mean, they could, but they won't, because at the end of the day, like we said so many times on this podcast, money rules shit. Right. Money is what 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 talks. So if they won't do it for something like covid who the hell's going to convince them to do it for something like the climate? Exactly. You know, which may or may not impact you, and it may impact you today, it may impact you in 10 years from now, it may impact your country or another. You know, there's so many unknowns. They'll take their chances. For sure they'll take their chances. Yeah, especially if, it, if we're talking about it largely not affecting us in, in our lifetime. When we think about our planet, we can't think about our lifespan. Because more than likely, we will come and go before anything really major happens. Maybe we'll start seeing it towards the end of our of our life, what it's really going to be looking like for our kids and our kids' kids. But that's what we have to think about is the generations after us. That's why it has to be a totally selfless thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's tough. I was craving Mexican last night, Cynic. Mm-hmm. Ended up going with a good old Hispanic food. But I'm craving tacos for dinner, and there's this place called Poblano's. That used to, it's in Davie, Florida, not too far from Pembroke. You know, long story short, really good tacos there. So I'm like, man, let me check them out. Permanently closed. Oh. And there's so much businesses like that that didn't survive the COVID outbreak. It's a cast 22 because 
when I see people like that, that's, you know, that's a family-owned business that was directly affected by it. Now, hopefully they closed there and maybe opened up somewhere else, but more than likely they didn't. Maybe more than likely they closed. When you see things like that, you you feel like, man, yeah, like I get it why we do open up. My thing is this, just because it's open doesn't mean you have to go out. So if you don't feel safe, then you can still keep yourself in your home. You know, hmm. nobody's forcing you to go out there and be exposed to that. But it's hard to say that everything should shut down because that's that's a business for me that, not that I'm shedding tears over that, but it, that's a good example of it hitting close to home in a sense. Yeah, well, I mean, whether something closes down because of the the economic impact of, of COVID lockdowns or it shuts down because the the entire business and the entire village was wiped away, like what happened two weeks ago in Germany. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I will still think that the, the latter example is worse, right? Because there you had people actually die, like th- they lost their businesses and, and their homes and everything. And I think the death toll is up to 200 now. 100%. That's, that's not even comparable because the people lost their businesses, but they still have their lives. A lot of them, yeah, a lot of them still have their lives. Yeah, but with the exception that they got sick. But if not, then losing their business was the worst thing that happened compared to somebody losing their life. That's obviously way worse when we talk about its effect, you know, and who, who got the shorter end of the stick on that. I just feel like we, we're just sort of breaking through the the boundary of this whole of all this climate stuff that they've been warning about for years and years and years. I think we've broken through some kind of boundary and we're on a course to, to just continue. Like you said, it's going to get worse and we're mm-hmm. just going to continue down, down that track. I don't see it slowing down. I don't see it. I sure as hell don't see it stopping. Let me so tell I you. don't know what people are going to do, bro, because look, one of the things I heard often in the last two weeks regarding that situation, the situation here in Germany is it's, unbelievable that this can happen in germany this is quote these are quotes coming from people from those towns that that live there or or mayors or whatever you know residents or mayors people are shocked that 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 kind of devastation could happen in germany because we've all seen floods like that happen in third world countries you know but everyone thinks well it's because third world countries are not prepared they're poor they don't have the infrastructure they don't have this they don't have that so now it hits a country like Germany. If tomorrow it hits another country, um, or or actually it doesn't need to happen in China, right? It happened in India, but I think in India people are still going to be like, well, I mean, they're always getting monsoons. They don't have very good infrastructure. When that shit starts to hit, you know, New York again, but worse, mm-hmm. Miami, you know, then people have to start waking mm-hmm. up. But then I don't think it's going to be it's going to be much as you can do about it. Let me tell you, if this gets to a point where it's uncheckable, this is how it's going to affect you guys. You're not going to be able to go out for long periods of time because the sun's rays are going to be so powerful that they'll do damage to your skin if you're exposed to it for a long period of time. So now you're going to be con- you're going to be confined to either wearing special clothes to be out and about. It's it's going to change everything if it gets to a point because. I don't know if we, we understand, but right now we have certain things that protect us from the sun's rays. So it's not a direct hit. Things like the ozone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those things are being stripped away. And it's... You you remember that movie Powder? Yeah. Everybody's going to be looking like Powder, bro. 
not us, maybe our kids' kids, but <laughs> shit's going to be drastically changed. Like, there is not going to be any more sports outside. You know, there's not going to be barbecues. We're not going to be able to do that shit. We're going to be little creatures living in, in holes in the ground. In caves. Yeah. To stay away from the, the rays of the sun because it's going to be way too hot. Those that are left. And one day there's going to be stories about people that walked on Earth. We're going to be a story in a book because the only thing they're going to know is the life underground. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly possible, man. Yeah, to say Crazy. it's to say it's gonna happen, obviously, it's a, you know, but it it can get there, and that's real life. That's not a fucking that's not a fictional story. And look, I mean, where you guys are, you're you're I don't know exactly what the sea level is, but you're very low, um, in terms of sea level, Florida, South Florida. Bro, we're we're underwater, bro. So rising sea levels doesn't just impact like some random island in the Pacific. That would directly impact. All of you guys, you can look online and look at like charts where they've modeled projections yeah. of what the coastline would look like if the sea levels rose X amount. Mm -hmm. South Florida doesn't exist in those models. You know what I mean? No, I think I've seen one like as close as 30 years from now. A big part of it would be in the water again. As close as 30 years. So first of all, all the crazy people in Florida are not moving. And that's a shit show. So you may you don't want that to happen. <laughs> we got a segment called Florida Man and Florida Woman. I'll leave that right there. <laughs> but everything that you've invested into your homes, all that goes away, bro. Don't buy a home in Florida. As close as 30 years, I've seen models that projected at least 40% of Florida underwater. And like you said, South Florida is one of the first things to go. It's not pretty. Let's not even talk about the Keys. Oh, the keys the are in the water. The keys are in the water in the storm, bro. Yeah, <laughs> so, they temporarily disappeared during a hurricane. During a hurricane, so mm. crazy stuff, man. Yeah, man. Talking about South Florida, there's this whole movement going on right now down here. SOS Cuba, and the Cuban people right now are fighting for their liberty and their freedom, and they're standing up against an oppressive government that's had their foot on their necks since what before Castro was in office. Yeah. Before Castro was in office. Okay. So the people are, are finally standing up to, to the government. And a lot of people are losing their lives. A lot of people are dying because they're standing up to the government now. Basic things like food that they needed to go get from the government. And when we talk about food, we're not talking about anything that we have here in the States. We're talking about bread. We're talking about basic stuff, you know, a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. A lot of times things might be expired, but like basic stuff like that. Now the government is holding from the people. So there's people starving. They don't have fresh water. It's a really sad scene, man. And down here being that the Cuban population and the Cuban community is such a large one. The Palmetto uh, 826 was closed down for about three nights of the week last week because the, people. The Palmetto? The Palmetto, the highway. How we the had hell? Thousands of people out there protesting with Cuban flags saying SOS Cuba, we're with you. Right? So what? it's, yeah, man, like that. And that's why I'm telling you, I was like, I, do you know what's going on right now with Cuba? <laughs> because down here, there's people on 49th Street. There's people down here in Pembroke last week. We just had, they'll be on the corner with a Cuban flag and an American flag. It's, it's major down here, major. And it's protest. It's not rioting. But the people are dying out there, man. People are struggling, and it's it's tough to see. Me me living down here for as long as I have, I have a lot of close friends who are Cuban, and I even you know mentioned that in my live stream that everybody should everybody should be free, man. I was telling you off air that imagine working your whole life six seven days a week 
you know, 40, 60 hours a week breaking your back and not ever have anything to show for it. Because the government owns everything. They own your business. They own your home. You have nothing to show for it. You're eking your way through life. It's 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 tough. You know what's the most, and this is from somebody's like personal account. One of my very near and dear close friends went to Cuba and stayed with her friend's family, and her friend's family had pictures of Fidel Castro up in her on in their house. They praised Fidel Castro like he was this messiah. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them are so brainwashed by that regime. Which, when we talk about Nigerian candidate and all that stuff that we've spoken about on this podcast, man, we're talking about brainwash that people actually, some people there actually think that what they have in place is the way that it should be. They're not realizing that it can be so different for them. And obviously, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. people there that realize that it is fucked up. And I think those are the majority of the people on the streets. But the scariest thing is finally coming across Cubans that defend that communist regime that defend that system but you know they're always they're always parts of the population like that like in south i'm sorry in north korea it's the same thing yeah there's always people that have, are drinking the tea 100 percent. yeah there's no it's not that surprising um to be honest because i think a lot of them well, i mean some of them probably truly believe it others probably feel like they have no other choice but then but to support it yeah because of the consequences of coming out against it. If you don't, exactly, yeah. And, yeah, some of them, like you said, probably are just eventually over time literally brainwashed. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. But what I find fascinating is that growing up over there like we did, you know, the situation in Cuba is not a surprise. Like, th- th- we've known that that's how they've been living for as long as we've been on this earth. I mean, and bef- and we knew that it was happening before, right? That's mm-hmm. the the boat lift that you just mentioned a few minutes ago that brought so many Cubans to the... Yep. So I'm just finding it fascinating that all of a sudden now, it's like they woke up. <laughs> At least that's what it seems like to me. I could yeah. be wrong. Maybe yeah. they've been, they've been low-key protests for, for some time. I don't know. But it just seems like now all of a sudden something flared up. And now everybody's all, all, all you know... Going nuts about it, you know, including like the people in South Florida, as you just described with these huge protests. I mean, people, if you don't live in South Florida, the Palmetto, <laughs> this is like a goddamn artery for South Florida. Yeah. This is like a f- eight lane highway, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. So to shut that thing down is is a big deal. It's a big eight deal. lane highway that's constantly bumper to bumper. But <laughs> I want to play something for you, man. These are nothing if not predictable. So you don't actually know anything about Cuba and Venezuela. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. Because if you did, you would know that every economic disparity in those countries is a direct result of American intervention. We brutalized and tortured their people for years, assassinated their leaders, and stole their resources, all in the name of enriching American capitalist interests. Then they finally stood up to us and took over their countries and nationalized all the foreign business interests. And we responded with crippling sanctions and embargoes. The American embargo of Cuba is the longest in history. We've crippled their economy. Then Obama sought to normalize relations with Cuba after the death of Fidel Castro and lifted a lot of those sanctions. But because your boy Trump was so buttered by everything Obama ever did, one of the first things he did was reverse that policy and reinstitute crippling sanctions on the... Right there. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. I just want to... Pause it right there. How many Cubans voted for Trump? 
Dale, tómate. Ajola. Tómate ahí. Let me, let me finish this. First things he did was reverse that policy and reinstitute crippling sanctions on the island. And then he took it up a notch on his way out the door. We destroyed their economy yet again. And here they are uprising because their people can't get basic necessities. And you know what? Rightly so. People have the right to determine their own form of government. And if the Cuban people decide that enough is enough of the communist regime, so be it. Don't weaponize Cuban suffering as some gotcha to the libs. You guys just need boogeymen. You did it for 44 years during the Cold War, talking about how American liberals just wanted to turn us into the Soviet Union. You're so fucking predictable. No one on the American left has ever said that they wanted to turn the United States into Venezuela or Cuba. That's right-wing talking points. You're You're asking for a basic social safety net structure like they have in literally every other industrialized country in the world. I have never seen more pity for Americans than I saw from Europeans and Australians in the comment section of that post. And that's it. And, that, and then he goes to something else there. But I wanted to bring that up because there's so many of my near and dear friends, which I do care for deeply. And I told you, I don't care if you're red or blue. I just want you to be a good person. You find out there's a lot of shitty people, though, in this in these last four years. So mm -hmm. I'm, I thank Trump because he, he helped me weed out some fake ones. But I'm, I'm happy to say that I still have a lot of people that don't necessarily think like me. But they sit here and they Trump 2024 and this and that. He crippled your fucking country. And on his way out, not only did he put back while he was in office, he reversed what Obama did, put it back to how it was as far as the sanctions, and then created new ones on his way out. But yet you're over here calling saying Trump 2024, you're so fucking oblivious to what's going on. You're so afraid of this becoming Cuba. And I've all, all, all somebody has to do when, when you ask, what side should I be on? Well, if you wanted to be like Cuba, then you're going to vote. You're going to vote Democrat. And that's all you need to hear because the same motherfucker that you voted for is the person who made it tougher for your family back home. Yeah, it's um, almost... <laughs> Not almost. It's unbelievable. Almost unexplainable. It's I unbelievable, bro. It is unbelievable to see it down here, bro, firsthand. And you know what's another thing, Sanic? A lot of people are like, you know what? Cubans are very judgmental. There's a lot of Cubans that are racist. There's a lot of Cubans that likes to separate themselves from the, from the rest of the Hispanic community. There's Cubans that I've come across Cubans here that have told me, let the Cubans over there die. I go, don't you still got family over there? I do. It would be unfair, Cynic, for me to say that every Cuban is like this because I have a lot of Cuban friends that are near and dear to my heart that are great fucking individuals. So and I am not painting this to be that every Cuban is like this. But I just want to show you the different faces. I have somebody tell me, fuck my family over there. I don't care. Let them die. We can't help them because if we help them, we got to help everybody else. And a lot of people feel like, you know what? Cuba's getting what they deserve, which I disagree with, but I'm just telling you both sides of the coin. Cuba's getting what they deserve because Cuba is known for being racist. Cuba is known for, for creating a separation between them and everybody else, kind of turning your nose up at, at, at people. Hmm. So a lot of people are like, you know what? Fuck Cuba. I, again, that's not my stance. But let's bring it to the mic and let's talk about it. Obviously, a lot of Cubans are Republican, right? You know what, what side of the coin they were on with the BLM thing. Have you heard Cuban Lives Matter? Have you heard that from, from the Cuban Republicans? Oh, that's a thing. Is it? That's a thing, Cynic. Cuban Lives Matter. No, I never heard of it. That's, that's what they're saying now, my guy. We're not saying they don't. Obviously, they do. Like I told you, I feel like I feel like we should go help them. I, I wish that we could get 200 boats over there and we could pick everybody up and bring them over here. I want to help those people. We're just having a conversation. And it's crazy to think that 
They were so against people coming together for the whole BLM thing. And, oh, you shouldn't, even if it's a peaceful protest, let people go to work. You're, disu- you're disrupting traffic. Stop your bullshit. Stop your whining. There's no racism. It doesn't exist. But when it has to do with your hometown, now you're in the street saying SOS Cuba. Mm. That's the real deal right there. Isn't that the cat calling the kettle black? Let's talk about it, Cynic. That's a live report, boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. I'm on the fucking front lines, man. <laughs> well, as you can see, we're down here at 49th Street. <laughs> West Hialeah. Yeah, man, that's... Uh, I don't know. I think I'm I'm just fucking speechless. That all of a sudden, there's all this righteous self-righteousness popping up. You know, and I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I also have met really, you know, awesome people who happen to be Cuban. Yeah. But I've also experienced the opposite. That now that's nothing to say that there's shitty people in every culture. Exactly. We're exactly. not gonna yeah, it's we're not, not that gonna it's say a Cuban that it's thing. It's just a Cuban thing that is unfair. There's exactly. shitty racist people all across the world. Just to clarify that. But what I do find really bewildering is <laughs> the same people who wanted to vote for Trump or did vote for Trump. I don't um I don't understand how they square that circle. I really don't. Hey, man, we should intervene. We should intervene. Now, I'm going to give you my opinion on this. We should intervene because they need our help. Just but like we so do so many other countries. Why should so we intervene let's there? Fuck, let's go there, too. Let's go to Africa. Let's go to Nicaragua. Let, let's go to, to Venezuela. Let's do it. Is it our burden to carry? It's not. But we are the world police. We are, man. And we have the funds. But you can't. You us, can't. Us, but us doing that isn't going to take anything away from us. It, you know, if if we're saying that us going and helping those people is not going to make things tighter for us and we're not going to have enough food to eat and we're not going to have enough resources, then I say, all right, I understand. We, we have to be a little more calculated on that. But it, it's not a fucking hair, a feather off our back to go and help people that need help. Let's make you part of the U.S. territory. Hopefully not like Puerto Rico, though, because there's still parts of Puerto Rico that are being rebuilt from the storm and if that's a u.s territory there's no reason why that should be the redheaded stepchild not like puerto rico hopefully revamp that idea but why let's make you a u.s territory and maybe that's not the option maybe it shouldn't be join us or fuck you maybe there we could come up with a way <laughs> where you can stay and be you but you still have our help but i'm not pretending to for the u.s to go ahead and and overtake it like i'm not i'm not saying that it needs to be you know something that both parties want and then you have russia saying that nobody better intervene in cuba Oh, you know what I'm going to say? I didn't hear that. Oh, Russia said that. Russia said that nobody better, nobody better step foot in Cuba. You know what that means, right? If you step foot in there, now you're going to have problems with us. Mm-hmm. Man, look, <laughs> I'm not scared of Russia. I'll say that. I'm not scared of Russia, man. And I'm not saying that I want to go to war with anybody. But we're the United States. This is where our cockiness has to do some good. We have you. You know how much money we spend on military. You think we're going to let anything get past? The Canadian border? You're nuts. You're fucking nuts. It's not going to happen. It's us. The reason why we spend quadruple, not even billions more than any other country is because we know we're going to ruffle some feathers and we got to be ready. Russia? Fuck out. I think at the end of the day, the U.S. will only really intervene if the U.S. is going to get something out of it. I don't think the U.S. is going to do it out of the kindness of their hearts. Humanity, man. Because they they never do. I know. And I wish it was different. I really do. With everything that I've said today, again, just bringing multiple opinions to the mic, 
I still feel like we should help him. I don't know. It's tough to see that. You don't understand how much videos I have of people in Cuba videotaping what's happening there. I'll send you those too, and maybe we can post them online. Like, we're not just talking about a report on Channel 6. I'm talking about, you know, they cut off the internet there. So people wouldn't be able to post videos. But still, mm -hmm. some are coming through, you know, because of the cell towers. It's horrible, man. It's horrible to see that. Things in Africa are no are no better. You know, it's not getting a lot of a lot of spin because it's not sexy. But that shit's it's horrible. It's horrible there too. You know, we know that Venezuela's been in shambles for a long time. You know, if if we had a more of a stronger Venezuelan community down here, which there is a Doral, you you'll find your Venezuelans. There is a couple of them here. But obviously the Cuban community overpowers that. But when everything was happening with Venezuela and Trump didn't bat an eye, because everybody says, Oh, if Trump was in office Take a shot. If Trump was in office, it would be different. But when that was happening in Venezuela, Trump didn't do a damn thing. Why do you think he'll do something for Cuba? <laughs> Remember, he left and he put new sanctions on Cuba to make it harder for them to make any money off of us, to, get any, to give them any sort of a lifeline. But you think that Trump would have done something different. I go on 49th Street and I see Trump 2024. Ignorance. It hurts, man. It, it, it's like it's almost painful. I don't want to call you stupid, but damn. You stupid. Fuck. <laughs> all right, man. Yeah, maybe maybe Mother Nature will take care of all of this for Let's us. Let's wipe everything the fuck out. That's what seems to be happening. Wipe everything out, man. All right, man. Let's let's uh let's, let's, do this. let's go ahead and wrap this up. Got this quote ski on the way here. Let's get the fuck out of here, Cynic. All right, man. This was short and sweet, but it's a heavy one. <laughs> But it's got some girth. It's got some girth like a manhole. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what the hell are we talking about? Yeah, hey, you're going to take it there. I'm going to take it dump. <laughs> All right. Quote is, to find yourself, think for yourself. Socrates. Okay. I like that. Oh, yeah. It's deep. Short and sweet, but deep for sure. Six words, but to your diaphragm. Mm -hmm, to your fucking mm -hmm. diaphragm. There's so much of us not thinking for ourselves nowadays. There's so much of us being influenced by outside sources mm. that we stop thinking for ourselves. Right on. We need more of that, people. I think if we start thinking for ourselves a little more, you have less of any type of mob. <laughs> All right, man. All right, Appreciate kiddies. that. Hey, I'm here, to, I'm here to shed light, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We out of here, man. We're going to call it a wrap for this week. Rapper Bruni. Thanks for joining us, guys. Hope you had some fun today. We talked about a couple different things, man, but poignant nonetheless. And you know what we say, man. Take care of yourselves and each other. That's right, folks. So we will catch you here next week. Same time, same channel. And we've already got a potential topic lined up for you. So make sure you tune in. Yes, sir. That's all you get. Juice. Oh, wait, wait. Un juice. Un juice. Peace.
That's a little nugget right there. That's a little a fun, fun fact. Coming up to Wahoo. Thought everybody knew that. Oh, sorry there, <laughs> Professor Cynic. <laughs>